This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, Live, live at Five. <laughs> Nine minutes after five o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, with my uh, DJ voice. All of a sudden, I just slipped into top 40 mode here for, for no reason. <clears throat> uh, I'm here, you're there, and uh, it's overcast outside, and... Uh, Tim McCarver died at age 81. Again, another celebrity surprise. I know we don't live forever. But, uh, you know, when you look at people like Tim McCarver over the years, you always look at him as a very healthy person. Just like Raquel Welch with very healthy sets of... She's got huge tracts of land. And it's just surprising. You know, again, uh, back in the days when I was growing up, uh, a young man, when someone reached the, uh, you know, the, the age of 80, it's like, oh, boy, how they, how they get that far? And as we progressed with science and, and, you know, heart bypasses and quadruple bypasses and this and that, a lot of people have been living, my goodness, how, how many people do you know that are in their 90s and a very productive 90-something or 100-plus? And yet Tim McCarver, a guy that just seemed like he was one of those guys who was going to live forever, died at 81. He wasn't my favorite broadcaster, and I'll tell you why, because he was such a, I hate to say this, the man just passed away, but I just, he was a National League guy. So whenever the Yankees went up against a National League team, uh, he would always berate them. And at one point, he was actually a Yankee announcer for MSG back in uh, the 90s. I just couldn't understand that. But anyway, he was an excellent broadcaster, not to mention a fabulous player for the St. Louis Cardinals. He won in the 67 uh, World Series. He was a catcher. He was uh, he was just a he was a good uh, good good all around uh, player and ambassador for the for the sport. Uh, I'm the one um, kind of embarrassing moment in his career is when uh, uh, Deion Sanders poured uh, cold water on him in the locker room when the Atlanta Braves had just won the World Series in 1995. I think it was the World Series. It was definitely something that they had just won, and uh, he was trying to make a point because apparently McCarver, you know criticized Deion Sanders a week or so before. It was a bad moment. But other than that, a great career. Worked along with Joe Buck and Jack Buck, for that matter, his dad, in broadcasting. So he had a little bit of both. So he's, he's gone. And uh, like I said, Raquel Welch. I still can't believe, you know, seeing beautiful pictures of Raquel Welch. And she was in so many things. You know, she was in um, um, Friends. She was in Seinfeld. Um, she, she had appearances here, there. She was America's uh, sexy sweetheart. And uh, dead at 82. So that was yesterday. But th- again, this ongoing story uh, out there in, uh, in, <clears throat> in Ohio, 
is is amazing. And I'm talking about the, the derailment there at uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Not exactly a, a metropolis by any means, but a small place, probably no bigger than Adams. And these people are really, really upset. They had a town meeting at the local gymnasium last night. You probably saw it. Uh, and the mayor, I think his last name is Conway. He's a big boy. He's a big man. And uh, he's beside himself. And it's, it's, you know, you put yourself in their place because they're rural America. You know, they're the salt of the earth. They just want answers, and they're not getting any. I mean, I shouldn't say that. The EPA guy is there, and uh, he's trying to explain things. He's doing the best he can. But uh, it just it raises a lot of questions. You know, and, and people say that there's instantly there's a smell when you get to within the, uh, the vicinity of that. Oh, nothing to see here. No, no, no problem. No problem. And I'm just waiting for Sonny Houston and others on the left. And I know I don't want to make this political, but obviously that's where the world is today. And I'm, I'm just waiting. Perhaps tomorrow the timing is right. The story has been festering now for over two weeks, but really took shape this past week. Why it didn't happen until this week, I don't know. But nonetheless, it has. I'm talking about Ohio. And I'm waiting for someone to just say two words. Flint, Michigan. We weren't too concerned when we found out the lead poisoning, uh, uh, levels of lead in the water in Flint, Michigan. Were we? As Sonny Houston looks into the distance without looking at anyone, the way she always does. Oh, what about the one in Mississippi recently or Alabama, whichever, one of those two redneck states. Something or other happened to the water system there. They'll bring that up. They'll say, this is unfortunate, and I feel bad for these people, Trump supporters, by the way. But what about Flint, Michigan? We weren't too, you know, that went on for a lot longer than a couple of weeks. You watch. You'll start seeing and hearing that. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Jason, Jason, what's going on, my friend? We lost Jason. It's, it, I know I, when I sat down, I saw it blinking, and instantly I think of, I think of it's, if it's not Jason, it's Donnie. And if it's not Donnie, it's Jason. It's one or the other. So Jason's going to come on there and talk about something. I know Jason posted something about the uh, Watertown Golf Club and the loss of the two uh, tournaments. And again, someone was telling me about Ken Blankenbush. He says, well, it's not part of his district anymore since they, re- they shifted everything. So he's not going to, you know, why have a golf uh, a t- tournament in, in, at a golf club that's not in his district? And instantly when I heard that, I'm thinking, oh, that's a good enough reason. Why, did, why didn't I hear that from Cliff only, you know? Well, you know, Glenn, uh, Ken Blankenbush, it's not his district anymore, so uh, he's just going to, you know, he's going to impress people in his district who probably go to Carl Loden because that's in his district, um, you know, a town this size, <laughs> a city this size. Let's go, to the, let's go to the phones. It's Danny Francis. What's going on, Danny? Well, I'm not either one of those two. You no, it's not. It's not. A, a yeah. topic on the table early yeah. because I know it's going to go off into the weeds on a lot of other things, but, you know, the golf course and swimming pools and what have you. Right. But I think this is a pretty important one, too, uh, not only to uh, the city of Watertown, but Jefferson County, New York State, and across the country. Mm-hmm. And that's the so-called SNAP program. SNAP, as in S-N-A-P? S-N-A-P. Got it. That's a supplementary nutrition allowance program. Okay. The food, food stamps. Right, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's on the table right now because Republicans, I, I say Republicans, we're talking about the House. That's right. where bills for uh, funding originates, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So I'm not making anything up here. Uh, they, they want to reduce it to save money and help reduce the deficit. <laughs> and it's going to impact uh, upwards of 16 million American families. Now, sure. What, what type of families are we talking about here on fixed income? Right. You've got seniors on fixed income. Mm-hmm. 
they're just not going to make any more unless it's a COLA allowance and they're Social Security uh, disabled. Right. That, quote, basically. Oh, I get the picture, Danny. I understand. Okay, I'm just saying cannot work. Right. Low-income people that are at that level, uh, based upon their family size, like in Jefferson County. Right. uh, You can't make, if you've got a family of, say, three, a husband, wife, and two kids, or one kid or whatever, uh, you're, you can only get $740 income, and you don't get the allowance for the food stamps. Okay. And then you have children that may be foster children, mm-hmm. abandoned, whatever. <clears throat> right. The point is... This is dire. The, the point is, Republicans in the House right now are generating this to, quote, help reduce the deficit. Right. Well, at the same time, they want to extend the 2017 tax cuts that they passed that give tax breaks to the top 1% and 2% under uh, Mr. Obama. Right, trickle-down effect, yep, right. Well, no, well, if you want to cut me off, go ahead. No, I'm not, no I didn't. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just saying that's part of the Republican trickle-down economics. And uh, they uh, don't want to deal with the deficit mm-hmm. uh, ceiling because they say we got to cut spending. But, you know, they're not cutting spending. The deficit ceiling is for us to pay the debts we already owe to people <clears> in countries and Right. I mean, I, I've, thrown, I've, the bills, okay? I've, I've thrown the debt uh, uh, you know, formula right out the window, and quite honestly, because uh, we broke that rule generations ago. So as far as a debt ceiling or what we owe others or what our standards are, or, you know, our Moody standard or whatever our ratings are, that's going to be going down the toilet apparently this spring because we're spending too much. I think it's a bunch of malarkey because we are the world's economy, and everything is based on our dollar. If that changes, then we're really screwed, Danny, but I'm with you. So if I went up to a house uh, speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy and I said hey I got a call on my radio show today and he says you guys are going to get rid of food stamps what would Kevin McCarthy say well they're not going to get rid of them they're going to reduce them significantly and it starts next month okay I oh. don't know what he would say he'd probably say well yeah we've got to cut spending we've got to cut the deficit what have you but wh- well I see so 16 million people that are getting these food stamps now that are either seniors disabled low income or children you, you're just going to say Sorry, babe. That's it. Well, I mean, that's... I, mean, what, what, I don't know what the hell he's going to say. I, I, I'm, I'm just... Because, you know, a lot of people have been accusing, including the President of the United States, of accusing the Republicans well, uh, of cutting up back a lot of things, including uh, including Social Security. And spending bills originate in the House. Period. Oh. They don't originate in the Senate. They originate in the House of Representatives. That's basic civics 101, <clears> okay? Well, I got it. I'm, I'm not disputing so that. They're, I'm just, they're not going to be reducing... Yeah, they, they may cut some spending, but who are they going to hurt? That's well, always a question you have to ask. Who is it going to impact, or conversely, right. who's it going to help? Uh, well, it, I would hate to see that if we're going to start attacking the debt or the deficit, and we're going to take it from the bottom rung out uh, for the people that need it most, uh, I would say that that is not good policy, Danny. I'm with you. I, I, I'm just mentioning right now, because it is on the table, it's going to be kicking in next month, but I'll tell you right now, if, if it moves up the line from the, from the House to the Senate into the... Mr. Biden would veto it. Of course not. I mean, you know Schumer's going to cut that down anyway. It's just, it's just. I'm just saying it's out. It's on the table, and for the reasons, just don't make sense to me, Glenn. That's all I'm saying. I agree. It shouldn't make sense to other people if you're concerned about this. So I, I would say anybody in the audience that doesn't know this program well, and I'm sure a lot of people do, is just look it up. It's called SNAP. Right. Do Food a, stamps. Do a web search and see what it is, what have you. But there's a lot of people in this area. There's no doubt in my mind. That depend on that. Many, I get it. Yeah. Call, many of them call this show, and we know who one or two of them are yeah. that are that are on SNAP. Right, right. And food stamp with their EBT cards. Right. So I, I'm just laying it on the, the abusers. Thing, it's, it's on the table again, and uh, we just, something needs to be looked at. Gotcha. Thanks, Danny. And uh, followed. Yeah, oh, without a doubt.
without a doubt. And, and it's not going anywhere because you guys have the Senate and you have the veto power and the executive there you order. Go. And what's going on? Well, okay, so it's Jason Trainer. So, Jason, what's on today? I know you posted something on Facebook. Please be brief, but I think you're going to talk about the, the Watertown Golf Club losing two tournaments. Go right ahead. Go. Yes, yes, they lost two tournaments. My idea of that, if it doesn't produce results in a short period of time, let's say a year or two years, because they got to get the golf course off and running in May. So my, my, my suggestion would be, uh, Glenn, is that if, if it's a fire dumpster deal, and it was, it was uh, passed through, not assessment or understand how much the property is worth so my idea is they get whatever they deserve and the three members will pay for it but mm. I also want to say this much Clint. Wow. they will pay the price in this next election mm. the Wartown unveils plans for Thompson Park's future mm. so I read an article online here 7 News and they're talking about spending around 4 million dollars to enhance the trails and do some other things. Right. And, and the issue is it's not going to uh, reap the benefits that Watertown wants because people want more things to do. And I explained to you quite a few times my plan at City Councilman member Jason I'll focus on investment and job opportunities in my city. Right. And also taking the Jefferson County money that they have and see what we can do with that $100 million it really put some serious money on infrastructure mm -hmm. because when I look at this plan, it's inside thinking. It's not thinking outside the box. Ooh, okay. And I explained to you that these four ideas, like a kids' train run, like a putt-putt miniature golf, uh, golf course. Yeah, we tried that. Another idea. Uh, we could have a movie theater kids for kids. Yeah. And yeah. also Netflix. some other ideas, but it has to make sense. Mm -hmm. If you're going to put $4 million in nonsense, that's really not going to boost up the attendance at the zoo. I will come up with those numbers later on. Right. That was a uh, demonstration, right. video demonstration. But I'm sorry, you're going to do a video demonstration of this, um, Jason? Well, it's be like the golf course video, not personally in it. Wow. Facts. Jeez. Pretty high tech. AI. Well, I don't know. Listen, um, first of all, you talked about, you know, doing a, a miniature golf course up there. Um, mm -hmm. We've kind of tried that. We're a very seasonal place up here. It only lasts for about two months. The other, the other three months of good weather, the kids are off because their school has some type of extracurricular activities like the Little League or football, soccer. It's all regimented. As far as, you know, no one's playing stuff anymore. Uh, and I don't even see kids as much using the skateboard park as much as they used to when the weather yeah. is good. Uh, a skateboard park might be a better idea, but that costs, you know, this day and age, it costs you $2 million just to build a, just, just to build a bathroom uh, anywhere as far as municipality is concerned. So I don't know what to say, Jason. I $4 million to the park. I love hearing that. They're, preserved. They're trying their best. They might as well put investment in the park right now, considering we just spent $3.4 for a golf course that, for the most part, people aren't going to go to. I hate to say that, but it's the way it is. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, what, 
what what happens at the golf course on the workout? So we'll do, <laughs> it's we'll not working out already. Ken Bankenbush said, I, I'm, not, I'm pulling out. I don't need to be there. It's not my district anyway. I, I don't know what to right. say. And then the other one pulled out because they're worried about something or other. And, and of course, uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero is blaming Jeff for his rhetoric here <laughs> on AM 1240. And, 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 well, and, and, and wait, wait, hold up. And Mayor Pete Buttigieg is, is blaming Donald Trump. For for the uh, for the dera- you're laughing at the derailment of chemicals in uh, in, a, in a community that's no bigger than you know uh, Copenhagen. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's um, well, I, well, I'm not laughing at the train. Right no, I know, I know you. Getting off rails. What what seems ironic to me, uh, Glenn? You've been doing this for a while, and I'm getting into more and more of my focus points. I got several on my website. Good. And these points, I believe, will draw people to my city. Gotcha. Because if you're going to keep on doing the same stuff over and over again, right. you're going to do a damn thing. It's insanity. Because you lost under 5% of the population just in Watertown, New York. All right. Jason, that's all good stuff. Of course, just unofficially, Jason is not officially a candidate for city council. We're not within the realm of restrictions as far as fairness is concerned. But, Jason... I wish you well, and thank you for your time here today, and good luck with your well, campaign. I, I am the most outspoken person. Oh, you certainly are. Numbers. You certainly are. Take care of that. All right, I'll talk to you. I mean, one of these days, Ben Schoen will call in. People speculating Ben's going to throw his hat back in the ring again. I wonder if they'll let him over there at Channel 7 to do the, do the debates because he wasn't uh, vaccinated. I wonder if they got rid of that policy. I'll we'll have to see. And then who else? Uh, Todd DeMar, he's, you know, he's running... Then, of course, uh, you know, Spaziani, who literally, literally said in a news report, he referred to then uh, sitting mayor and current mayor Jeff Smith as, yes, you guessed it, the big D, as a complete dictator. There you go. Let's go to the phones. Let's see who are there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, guys, That's Tim. Uh, I think, uh, Jason, uh, once you go to the chili cook-off, put up your little thing there and get involved in the chili cook-off, maybe... Get some people to sign up for you, but that's a good point. I think uh, uh, my response to uh, Danny is is uh, I think that's a half truth. What's that? Uh, because uh, about the SNAP yeah. program, right, right, yeah. Because um, they're just going back to where it was uh, uh, before COVID. I I don't think they're reducing the scenario. They just gave you. Right, so much for the like, for the two year period. Three or yeah. four times as much as you're supposed to get. Right, they they gave you the maximum of what what sure. you're were allowed. Mm-hmm. Now they're going back to the original thing when you apply. <clears throat> yeah, the standard tells you you get this. Right, right. Instead of the maximum <clears throat> amount. So right. mm-hmm. hey, unless I'm wrong about. No, that, you're right. I, I tell you, no, 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 Tim, you're right. But here's the thing with you know when it especially when it comes to the poor, and this this goes falls right into the wheelbarrow of the Democrats. That's why they always pick on uh, Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, all that stuff. So when it comes to the poor, that's their platform. And here it is, just like you said, they inflated the SNAP program during COVID because they needed to, like everything else. They handed out money, the inflation rate went up, everything and so forth. Now they're saying, whoa, we can't enable a society anymore. We have to cut that back and go back to where we were at 2019. But, oh, oh, no, you can't do that. You're affecting people that are pregnant. You're affecting people from uh, East Berlin or Palestine, whatever the frick that place is. So now this fits right into their rhetoric. Doesn't matter if what you just said made all the sense in the world, Tim, and it does. It doesn't matter. You're affecting the meek, and therefore they will attack that and make the Republicans look or vilify them for the, as a result of that. 
Yeah, Very easy, so easy I'll politics. Give you an example, because I, I mean, I get snap and yeah, uh, I, I get a uh, my regular allowance was thirty two dollars, I think, a month, and I was getting uh, at sometimes almost three hundred. Hmm. Wow, during COVID, uh, during co- COVID, thing, yeah, right. You know, so right, yeah, it's a big drop off. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really have to worry when I went to the grocery store. Right, you pick out what you want. And I'm glad for. I'm glad now you're going back now. You got to go back to the frivolous way of so Tim so so I made this this this, you know maybe I'm wrong for saying this but when when you hand someone I mean again uh, 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 food stamps are as good as money because what let's face it we can't live without food or beverage whatever we need to stay alive well no I understand yeah so and and maybe there's some part of that bill where so listen people have been abusing this blah 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 but let me ask you, do you think that when, when, when the SNAP program was increased during COVID, that that created more enablers during that period of time, in your opinion? Well, sure. I mean, you didn't have to worry about, you know, scraping your money together to go get food. Right. You right. know, I, I do think there should be a little more balance. I mean, mm-hmm. $32 a month for me to eat on no, with the prices that they are now. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, but there are different programs. I mean, I do go to uh, mm-hmm. the food pantry, and they're they're very nice, and mm-hmm. they have very good food, and right. you know, so that helps a lot to to get those extra things. Right. You know, like uh, you know, kidney, um, red kidney beans and stuff to make chili and right. stuff no, like I that. Get it. So I get it. You think get ahead it. about you can make mm-hmm. you know a longer meal that'll last longer. Right. So and that offsets you know your. Uh, your food, you know, right, right, and, uh, that you can't afford. I mean, a dozen of eggs uh, the I know. they gave me, you know, they're, right. they're $5 right there. They, so they so here's the thing, Tim. The yeah. food pantry, no, you know. You're good. So. And, and again, this is, and Tim, by the way, is not talking just out of his, you know what, he's talking by experience. So hopefully, Tim, there's a compromise. I don't know if they'll keep it the way it was during COVID, but due to the rate of inflation, such as the cost of eggs and how they've gone up exponentially just in the last six months, I would hope that the Republicans would understand that. I'm sure they do. And look at it that way, because it's not cheap anymore. I don't care what socioeconomic level you're at. We all got to eat. That's what my grandmother would say. And it's, it's not the most profound thing to say in the world, but I'll never forget when she would say it. And, and it, it costs more to eat these days. By the way, speaking of which, and I'm not referring to you, of course, Tim, but the big news today is the big blue house on Factory Street is now reopened again after uh, uh, satisfying the, the code enforcement. So that's good news for Watertown. So that that don't you think that's good news, Tim? Uh, nah. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I've known that place for. I just I, I've known that place for years, right. and it, it, I, I would think that it would take a lot more money mm-hmm. than what they put into that thing. I think they just put a bandaid over. Yeah, it does. Whatever. It, it does look I, the I same. It doesn't I'm, look any different. I'm not a carpenter by no means. But right, right. It's like Cliff said. How does how does Cliff Tim know what it looks like? Though? Mouth. I mean, Cliff said when he looked at him, it was like. <laughs> right. You know, one one little thing was small. He reached out his hands, right, and almost went from one wall to the other <laughs> wall. I mean, that's how small they are. Right, you know, right, so right. It, it, you know, but uh, it's close to the flop houses um, you can get. Just yeah. like my mom, you know. Yeah. Eleven of us kids. My mom would take things and you know make her own biscuits and that's stuff amazing. and stretch it for eleven kids. So that's amazing. I, what, what I they learned did. from her how to stretch food too. But I mm-hmm. want to make room for. No, you're good, Tim. A great call Bye-bye. as always. Tim is amazing. He really is. Hi, you're in the air. How are you? Oh, my goodness. It's the Duff calling. Where are you from? Either Massachusetts or Florida or Wisconsin. Where are you calling from? Uh, Sunshine State. Oh, you're down there in uh, good old Florida. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, what did you uh, really think of the uh, Rihanna performance in the Super Bowl? Well, I'm not allowed to say for many reasons, but the first thing okay. I said, and you know, and you know what I'm talking about. But when I watched the, I saw your uh, your response on worst Super Bowl. Uh, uh, it, it really was very disappointing. The outfits, not only what she wore, but the Munchkins, whatever they were, what they wore, looked just it, nothing was attractive about them. Then I find out she's five months pregnant. I'm like, whoa, sorry, she's bearing a child. But the outfit didn't—I don't know what it was. And then they showed pictures of her afterwards. And again, I don't want to sound like Don Lemon, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But Rihanna doesn't look healthy. I don't know what it is. She just looks looks depressed. She almost looks like Ben Affleck did at the at the at the Grammys the other day. But so it, overall, I thought the performance was really lackadaisical in comparison to what we've been accustomed to. The whole aspect of her being raised and lowered seemed to be the big feature of the show, and it didn't do anything. For, after a couple of seconds, you're like, no big deal. Plus, she lip synced everything, and it was, she did terribly right. at lip syncing. That's that's what I said. I, I took some heat because of the pregnancy. You know, right. she's pregnant. Yeah, you got to look well, out then, for that. Then, then, then look at mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is one of the biggest events. Of, it is the biggest event of TV. Sure. Okay. Sure. So you always wanted the best of the best. That's the whole thing because you're showcasing uh, the two best teams in the NFL. Sure. You, you know, it, it, they, it's pro- promoted all day long. It's an event now. It's it's a holiday. Let's and they say, extend the super. They so extend the. People, so Happy halftime for it too. More than we expect, big names to come out there and perform. Mm-hmm. Now, if she couldn't perform, normally, now I don't care if she's pregnant or not, and I don't care what outfit she wears, but she could sing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we expect more. We expect live singing, right? Right. You know, and, <clears throat> no, I know. And, and dancing and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, to wear these like balloon outfits—I don't know what they were either. I don't know. She had the you shiny know, thing on her on her, her chest. Didn't have characters that look like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. they went way out of. No. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And remember last so year, anyway. the, the the previous year at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, they had a you know, despite the fact that I really wasn't into the show, the performance was, was a lot more gratifying and they had set designs they went from one to the other and this one was just so middle of the road they only had one performer and she you know and she had to hold the candle the whole time but she didn't make a i don't think she changed her outfit she was stuck in that thing floating above uh, midfield and it was like that got old real fast so and real fast you look at the performance with janet jackson and justin timberlake yeah it was controversial right but again mm-hmm they performed. They were performers. Yeah. The ending uh, shocked a lot of people with that. Sure. Uh, could have been an accident. Could have been uh, done on purpose. It was done on purpose. I had other acts throughout the years that you sat there and said, oh, that was great. With the Houston singing the National Anthem. Uh, the best. These are things you always remember. Right. I don't, you know, I mean, and you can see that some people, uh, you know, especially the, the women, mm-hmm. Think well, you know she's pregnant. Cut her some slack. Well, wait a minute. This is the biggest. No, I know. You want to have the best of the best, so, but you can't win that argument. But wait a minute. Just one more thing. Just because you mentioned Whitney Houston, it was alleged and confirmed that she lip synced that back in uh, in oh, really? Tampa in 1991. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but she sang it. At one she point, sang it. Yeah, and 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 the reason why I don't really care 
is because, and I'll say this because we play the uh, the, the uh, national anthem on uh, on the Eagle uh, Country Station here every every day at noon, and we, and that that particular rendition of hers is the greatest rendition of the national anthem, which is a crappy song to begin with to sing. It's very difficult, and and a lot of people, especially people uh, you know in the urban uh, in, uh, areas, try to do their own little thing. I go ha ha ha. It's just a terrible song to uh, to exaggerate or add to, but she did the best possible job ever, and uh, she died at a young age, like so many other people. But nonetheless, yeah, she lip synced that back in uh, Tampa Bay, nineteen ninety one. Never forget it. Yeah. Well, how's how's Florida? I got to do a break, but how's Florida down there? Oh, well, it's beautiful here. Everything's going great. You can't uh, you can't beat it. I mean, it's the land of the free, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you get up every morning, and it, it, could, it could be raining, but then you know that it's going to clear up, and the sun's going to come out, and it's going to be gorgeous the rest of the day. Yeah, it must be a great feeling. It must be awesome down there. Well, well to, be, you know, to be able to get down here and exercise, right. and right. You know, be with people who are like-minded, and mm-hmm. you know, they, a lot of them have positive attitudes, most of them. Right, because you know, of the weather and everything, you know. Sure. So, well, they're all know, retired. Just walking in the snow and stuff, but not too often. Yeah. No. No. Not much. <laughs> they're all retired. They're all having a great time. You know. Well, that's good to hear. Listen, I got to go. But listen, good talking to you, Duff. We haven't heard from you in a while. We're glad that uh, you know the weather's nice down down there in Florida. All right, buddy, hang in there. Yeah, I'll talk to you. That's uh, the Duffman here on the Live at Five show. i got to do a break, and we'll be back after this. You've been hearing about Harringe's contract. It moves people who always call you back. Uh, also, our sponsors uh, that I forgot to say it yesterday, sorry, uh, the Hotline Show and, and I know Mayor Jeff Smith talked about this today, Widget Auto Sales, the used car leader, the biggest selection of pre-owned vehicles, more than anyone. That's more trucks, more SUVs, and more sedans. Uh, they're out there on out of Washington Street, veteran-owned. Don't spend new this year. Come up to the used car leader located on out of Washington Street. Can't get there? Go to the, one of the best auto websites I've ever seen. And believe me, I don't creak that website. I don't know who does. They do a great job. WidgetAutoSales.com. Also, let's go to our other sponsor here, L.A. Quarry, of course. We rarely hear L.A. Quarry on any given, uh, no, just kidding. The local uh, L.A. Quarry owned by the Thompson family in Lafargeville, otherwise known as L.A. Uh, they're the people that give you limestone and seasonal sand and topsoil. Plus, they deliver. They deliver right in the middle of Christmas. You know, you could be cur- cu- cutting the, carving the turkey on Thanksgiving, and they're still delivering. Doesn't matter. You could be hitting pots and pans on New Year's Eve. We could be celebrating the, the Chinese New Year right here in America when they take over, and the Thompson family are still delivering to your location. There you go. Check them out. Give them a call, 658-2004. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got somebody on the line. Hi, who's this? Hey, Glenn, this is a uh, local Watertown resident. How are you? Good. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, I think I've only called once before, but... Uh, Do you listen to the noon show today? Uh, a little bit. I, I was out and about. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, my I, when I, I take advantage of my sales days on Thursdays and Fridays. So, uh, what happened today during the uh, hotline show? Oh no, I'm just commenting that how uh, um, uh, I, I, our friend Lefty called and talked about the fire department and their. I did. I heard. Yes. Right. Right, and, and how people don't do things out of their purview unless they're paid for them, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of wiggle room there, which I get. And then um, it's like I wouldn't expect uh, Mayor Smith to, to go into surgery to perform brain surgery if it's not in his purview. Mm-hmm. Now, he can consult, I, I would presume, and things like that. But mm-hmm. 
if, if something's not in your purview, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect to get you wouldn't expect to do it. Right, right, right. right. And then and then and then Gary called, who uh, then butted back against Lefty, who said that oh he's got relatives in the fire department and this and that, and I love them both, but I I don't think either of them live in the city which is kind of frustrating to hear from a, a caller who lives in the city. And then after Gary hung up, we had Jeff Smith drop everything and say, well, everyone's berating me for about the golf course. Hmm. Well, you know, if, if you take those two conversations and then drop everything and say that, talk about the golf course again, you're kind of berating the golf course. Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, so let me ask you one thing. One thing I just missed from what you just said. Um, you said that Mayor Jeff Smith's today doing the hotline show that said people are berating him now for the golf course. What? Why? I don't. I missed that. How would they berate him for? Because he talks about it too much. Oh, I, I think there's 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 local town people and maybe local council people who are saying that he's getting in the way of being, or at least the perception is that mm-hmm. he's getting in the way of. The golf course being successful with his oh, negative yeah. comments, right. and he has a clearly a platform on this radio station, and I I really appreciate Mr. Levin from for doing that, mm-hmm. but I think it's a it's a conception within some circles. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can disagree with that. No, I well yeah, some people are, yeah people aren't going to be happy no matter what you do around here. I agree with that. Yeah, um, right. But in order for them to talk about the fire department and then. Yeah, go Mayor back to that. Smith drop I, everything and say, uh, "Oh, they're yelling at me for the golf course." Nah, I, 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 I again, it sounds like maybe an awkward moment in radio, or I, do, I guess I just don't understand why it would go from one subject and back to the other. I do know this. I, I did, I did hear the very tail end of it when Lefty called in and ad nauseum repeated himself again and again and again and again, saying, I have no skin in this game and no relatives, and then he said it again and again, and then the show was over. So I did hear that part. So I got that. I missed the part when he said uh, uh, he was being berated for the golf course, and I, I kind of see where you're coming from for that, with that, rather. That's, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, I nope. think that we're all in this, we're all in this game together. we got a lot of skin in the game as being city residents. And- right. No, I agree. Make it work. No, and, 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 and by the way, just just to let you know, I think the gun nut does live in in Watertown. Just to let you know. Plus, uh, Lefty uh, has property in Watertown, so I he pays taxes. He runs here. a business. Yeah, here. he's got a big place I here get too. That. I get that. Yeah. that's fine. I understand. I just wanted to throw that in. There. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. All right. I'll I talk. just I think that. Uh, yeah. I think. Anyway, I think what I think. Thank you. Glenn. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll talk to you. I understand what he's saying. Higher in the air. Glenn on the halftime shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you knew this or not, but they don't get paid for that. No, that why would you? I mean, if Glenn Curry went out there, I, I would, I, you know, I, just let me go out there, and you well, know, they figure you're going to play before the largest audience you're ever going to have. So if you don't want to do that, go someplace else. Oh. I guess the NFL figures. I never knew that. I found out the other day. That yeah. They do not pay these halftime performances at the Super Bowl. Right. And, and by the way, uh, Rihanna was on hiatus for 13 years. So it was a comeback performance, kind of like what uh, you know Elvis did in Vegas or Hawaii, whatever. Lip syncing, my God, that was awful. I mean, there was a part there. It doesn't several... seem to be a problem at the Super Bowl. Everybody does it, I guess. And they do, but she was the worst because, you know, because the way her, by the way, I think her music is awesome. Uh, like You're bright really... and shiny. I love that song. I love uh, Don uh, Replay. Don Don the Replay. Don Don the Replay. That was back in the early 2000s. She didn't sing that, by the way, which is weird. Hmm. 
Uh, but she just, there was parts where she handed the microphone over to someone else and she's still singing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what's this all that. about? Holy mackerel. I mean, I try. Gonna, yeah. A uh, couple of, one thing I wanted to say on Raquel. Yeah. Uh, she made about 30 movies, but probably the best one was the first Fantastic Voyage. I'm sure you've seen it, Clark. Yeah, I have, yeah. Excellent yeah. movie. Just tremendous, yeah. Er, was, tremendous special effects. And, was that Irwin Allen? I'm sorry? Was that Irwin Allen? Did he direct, produce that, Irwin no, Allen? No, 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 no. It wasn't? Huh, okay. No, 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 no. Hmm. Irwin Allen did a lot of TV at that time, though. No? Yeah, because it seemed uh, like an Irwin but, Allen. Uh, I think most people tuned in to see her, you know, a beautiful girl. Yeah, just Natural beauty. Stunning. But I didn't know people knew. She tried out for Gilligan's Island. Did you know that, Glenn? I, I just found that out. I, yeah. It, it, I just found that out. Ironically, just a couple of days before she passed, I saw that. Um, yeah, she took... I think 64, and they turned her down because she was too uh, sexy. They wanted more of a girl next door, so they chose... Uh, Tina Louise? Dawn Wells. Dawn Wells. Yeah, well, no, but that was Marianne, though. I thought she tried out... Oh, she tried out for Marianne. Tried out for Marianne. Gotcha. And Mr. Schwartz that ran the show said, no, you know, he loved her, but gee, she's too sexy for this role. Well, that would mean there would be two, um, you know, what's, what was the other woman's name on the... on uh, the, the Tina Louise, Tina Louise. Ginger. Ginger, yes. Yeah. That would be that would be like two gingers, except one of them would be like, you know, the farmer's daughter, Ginger. You know, well, Jane, Jane Mansfield tried out for Ginger, believe it or not. Jeez. She did not get picked. Isn't that a shame about Jane's, Jane Mansfield, by the way, had a very buxom body. And, and again, she was very beautiful. Oh yeah, but there was something about it, there was something you know to me it just like someone like Raquel or for that matter Marilyn Monroe just had that classic iconic face that yeah. will it be the Mount Rushmore of of just just beauty God bless well, them most of your girls nowadays are plastic yeah. from the neck down she was a natural beauty Raquel Welch it's a shame because Madonna you would say you would agree with me Madonna was always an attractive pop Absolutely. singer beautiful I, I liked a lot of Madonna's material. And when I saw her, she's 64, 65 years old, and I saw her the other night on Grammys. And like, I didn't recognize her. I, I didn't know who it was. Be honest with you. Yeah. Had some face work done, that's obvious. And her hair. What what, yeah. what was that hair all about? 64 years old, so. What? And then she made some reference to her groin area, she's beating sexy, doing controversial, provocative things. I'm like... Lady, give it up. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? Well, she's going on tour here, I guess, this summer. And you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Madonna. I'd love oh, the absolutely. music. It was great. She had some good songs I liked. And she and, and uh, Elton John have gotten into spats. Like, who the hell cares about it? You guys are fossils. I mean, you're great people, but why ruin your career and your generation by having spats with someone from your time, for crying out yeah, loud? He's the same time as she was. <sighs> I listened to the hotline, Glenn. I think the gun nut was right on the fire department. A lot of people think you can't criticize the fire department. Right, right. I could go on here for probably a half an hour on things that I know about it, but a lot of people don't want to hear. Did the argument? Because I missed it. But was it was it was this all about the hydrants and the and the snowstorms? Was that what it was all about? Something to do with it, I think. Yeah. I, you know, that's what turned me off when I heard that the other day. I thought that was dead wrong. What what did you think was dead wrong? Not shoveling the fire hydrants because uh, the chief had to write an work order, and these guys still wouldn't do it. It's not in their uh, job performance. But this was a different time. This was a four and a half foot, five foot snowstorm. Right. You know, DPW the sure as hell didn't have time to do it, or the water department. That first storm, it, it took days. The What's yeah. the big deal? 
I don't know. You better go to the fiber and sit on your ass and do nothing for time and a half. When, when, so, when someone reads the archives years from now, if they go like 25 years from now, if, of course, we're still here and not, not speaking and writing Chinese, uh, and the newspapers actually come back because all, all of the technologies are destroyed, we're going to see, like 25 years ago today, there was a dispute of what, who should clean up the hydrants. And it's like, we're going to look back at that and say, wow, that was bad PR. Not good. Not good. Doesn't, doesn't really send a really positive message about the things. Well, if there's one on your corner, I think uh, having a taxpayer's somebody lives in that area right. could do it. You know, what's the big deal? I don't know. It's There's just, a fire. You want them to be able to find a damn hydrants. We got 60 inches in that one storm. Yeah, that was the, th- that was the thing that bothered me about it. Yeah, and just you got to do what you got to do. a powerful union here in yeah, Warrington. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. It has been over the years, but I, I, the mayor I, can't really say anything on the radio about it. You know? No, no, of course Most not. Most of it's behind closed doors. You won't know anything about it. Right, right. Just like, unlike the, the old days. Oh, absolutely. You know. Well, let somebody else in. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. You're on the air. Yeah, Glenn, on the golf course, uh, yeah. we didn't lose any tournaments. Oh, we didn't? How so? We didn't have any. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, we did lose. I mean, with that. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to say. We lost tournaments. We didn't lose any tournaments. We didn't have any tournaments. They have no contract at all from anybody. They were just. All they had was an interest. Right. So they didn't lose them. We never got them. Wow. And the, um, by the condition that everything is in, can you blame anybody from moving their tournament? They need the clubhouse. They need the food. They need the pro shop. They need the course to be in good shape. They need that building to be in good shape. And it's not. Right. But they keep saying we lost. Tournaments. No, we didn't lose any tournaments because we didn't have any signed up. Right. Just interest. Gotcha. And the mayor did not bring up the um, uh, Lisa blaming him. I did. Oh, okay. Oh, I did. Gotcha. And then he he go you know he agreed. Yep, yep. But he didn't bring it up. I did. Gotcha. And it's the truth. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Truth, I, yeah. She did uh, point Lisa the finger at Jen. The troublemaker, Jen. along right. with the other two. Right. And um, she's just blaming. Everybody else but the three of them. And people said that on the, on the hotline. And that's when Jeff but, said uh, that people... That's were... what they're doing now. Gotcha. They're back into a corner, the three of them. Right, right. No. And they don't know what to do. Well. So they're going to blame everybody else. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Democrats to me. Pete Buttigieg. Thanks, yeah, thank you. So Pete Buttigieg just blamed the previous administration. I had a game last night with my, with my wife. I don't know, that sounds crazy, but I did. I said, let's put on CNN... And I said, let's see how long it takes for the word Trump to come out of someone's mouth on CNN. I got it right at the top of the hour. So I figured, you know, those are good odds. So I said, I'm going to say, and it, it, could be, it could also reference, it doesn't necessarily have to be Trump. I kind of expanded the rules. I said it could, say, it could also include former administration or anyone associated with the Trump administration by name. So I said, let's, let's, let's see how long it takes. So it comes out of the commercial break. And I said, give it 40 seconds. So she comes out of the commercial break. This woman comes on, and she's standing awkwardly. I, CNN's trying all these things because their ratings are in the sewer. And they just look very awkward. It looks like a fifth-grade dance. Nothing's working. And she's standing. Within seven seconds, the word Trump came out of her mouth. And I just started, and Sharon and I just started laughing. It's so amazing. But speaking of which, I know I got a caller on the air. If, if, if the big news today, Don Lemon marginalized uh, and Nikki Haley by saying that she's out of her prime. She's out of her prime. Sorry. 
outnumbered. They were on today talking about it on Fox. But if you saw the video, he's there with two white chicks in the morning. This is Don Lemon, who, by the way, he himself is in his 50s. He looks pretty good. He's in good shape. That guy, he seems to, when he went from prime time to, he's doing the show out of Los Angeles. At least this week he is. Maybe permanently. Who knows? They got to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning out there. I don't get that. But anyway, he looks good. But he is, he just, he hates being there. Because when he had his own pundit show in the, in the prime time, he was all by himself. So he could do his pregnant pauses. He could make his statement about CRT and BLM and everything else. And look pretty and go back to his white husband who lives in midtown Manhattan in a $3 million condo where they can have Sorbet, as he pronounced it. And, and so anyway, he's on the set, I believe, yesterday, you know, condemning Nikki Haley because she's a flip-flopper. You know, basically repeating all the things from the Yentas on The View. And then he goes out and says, well, she's out of her prime anyway. I think Nikki Haley is like 51, 52 years old. Well, she's out of her prime. And sure enough, Collins and the other girls are what? Haley's 51 years old. You, what? Passed her prime as a woman? And they were, they, you could just tell that the only way that this show is going to get any ratings, and, and CNN might have to settle for this because the ratings are so poor, is to wait for the next moment like that. I don't know if that's going to grab people's ratings attention every day, but sometimes when you have contention, you know, when you have people, you know, adversity in the booth, if you will, people like that. Because you could just tell these people hate each other. You just know Don Lemon goes home to his white husband and says, oh, I just can't stand those white bimbos. I can't stand them. They make me, oh, geez, why couldn't I have just kept my show? Jeepers. I sound like Richard Nixon all of a sudden. But anyway, I don't know what CNN's going to do, but he's got to go. And they can't do it because he, he represents so many of the categories that they have to adhere to. I mean, Kamala Harris doesn't belong as our vice president, but nothing can, we can't change that. When what's-his-face there, Gavin Newsom runs for president, and he will, he's going to have to go the same route. Some people would say, well, why wouldn't he just pick Kamala Harris? Well, you can't do that. But he'll have to pick someone like her. So be careful, watch this, because somehow or other they're going to they're get Joe out of the race. Gavin Newsom's going to get in the race. And then, yes, you, you guessed it, Tracy Abrams is going to be his running mate. You watch. Glenn Curry, I know, I know, I'm no soothsayer, but you watch. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, did you hear about the alien spacecraft that's floating right outside of um, Earth? No, didn't. Tell me about it. It's interesting. So there's this big uh, mothership that's out there, and it's been sending down these like little like you know, drone um, bots that are coming down here to Earth, and mm -hmm. uh, that's what the president's been shooting down. Really? So there's a mothership like, uh, like uh, uh, what, what did they call that? Um, the Death Star. It's like the Death Star is, is floating somewhere between well, us and the moon. it doesn't look like the Death Star. It looks more like um, a an stadium. An Imperial cruiser? Yeah, something no. crazy, but... Wow. So, so that's what it is. There's a, there's a big alien invasion that's about to happen, and you're going to be abducted. And everybody's going to be... Probed. Um, abducted, you know that you, you know, so that's what's going to happen. So what are you going to do about it? So Donnie, are you? I mean, are you? Are you believing your own BS, or what are you doing here? Do you believe this, or what? I'm just going along with what you guys think is going to happen. All right. I look, but Donnie, here's the thing. I, I, and I'm genuine when I say this. I know I sound crazy. 
But with all the nonsense and the dark nature of all the headlines in recent just yeah, in that recent weeks, pretty ridiculous now, doesn't it? No, so. no, no, no. Hear me out. I'm like I'm almost like hoping that there, if there is a supreme, if there's some type of whatever out there. That it's my belief that they're here now, just like they were during World War II and other times during the Cold War, and for that matter, the missiles October crisis, and they were floating around saying these guys are about to destroy themselves. We better be here before they do it. So I'm thinking that someone's watching over us, Donnie. That's my hope. I know that's not very religious. I know as a Catholic, I'm not supposed to be talking like this. This is heresy. What are you saying? You know what? You... You mentioned the other day that you don't believe that God flooded the earth and then Noah um, built an ark and had all the animals. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, wait a second. How can you say you believe in God, but you don't believe in God? So, church? Donnie, so Donnie, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because we know where Noah uh, originated from. And, yes, there was a, a big concentration of animals that there. But can you believe that a rhinoceros came up a thousand miles to, to, to find the ark? Can you believe that? So, uh, I know that Noah yeah. was the righteous man of God. Right, okay? right. And when you have a relationship with God, right. God will tell you what to do so you can avoid the calamity that the world's going right. to have, mm-hmm. okay? No, I'm with you. I mean, there's, I just, there's men, I just men question like things, Noah that's all. Yeah. Throughout history. No, no, I know. Okay, it's not, you know, just Noah, well, his was the flood. That was kind of major. No, it was, yeah, and we've had floods here before Noah, too, by the way. But, the, all right, Donnie, thank you. Good call, as always. Hey, hold on, before I go, before I go, you know meteor craters that are everywhere? Well, Those yeah. are not meteor craters. Those are fountains of the deep being broken up through the earth. There you go. So water has been pushed the earth up, and it's not from a meteor hitting the earth. Hmm, okay, very good. All right, thanks, Donnie. All right? All right, good. And now we got it. i got to write that down. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas. You're not there. So anyway, yeah, the um, how long will it take for CNN? I mean, here's the problem with that CNN has, or for that matter, any of the networks have. You got Nora O'Donnell, who just signed another four, four-year deal with CBS. She replaced uh, Jeff Glore. Remember him? Originally from, I believe, the Buffalo area. And he was good. He used to do the mornings. Now they put him in, you know, in... Uh, on the weekends now. He's still there for CBS. So you get to the point where you went from Dan Rather and you went from this guy and this guy and this, and then finally, you know, Jeff Glore, and then you pick up on uh, uh, Nora O'Donnell, the first female for, for, the, uh, for the Tiffany Network. And they said, let's see what, what Nora does. She's beautiful, those big, beautiful eyes, blue eyes. She's slim, blah, blah, blah. She's one of us. She, she talks against conservatives. She hates Trump, all this stuff. She's perfect. And her ratings were just as flat, if not worse, than Jeff Glore's were. But then her contract comes up, and this is what I was saying earlier. What are you going to do? Fire the first female host you had? Uh, you know, and what are you going to do? Who are you going to replace her with? The talent pool is dying. You know, there's no Dan Rathers waiting in the wings anymore. By the way, Ryan Seacrest uh, uh, is, is uh, bowing out there at the, in the live show with, with Kelly Ripa. So instead of doing a whole search and finding the, mech, the next Michael Strahan or this or that, she's just going to go with her husband, who I like, by the way. I forget his name, but he's, a, he's an often, he's a, he's, 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 a, he's a frequent guest. My point is, again, look, look at the struggle it is to, to get people to do two shows at the same time on, on AM 1240. Or, or the, the struggles they had across town, getting people, you know, just to, to fill in for, you know, legacy people that have been here for decades. It's not easy to do. And it's on all levels. 
So now CBS is just going to be content with just keeping Nora O'Donnell and being number th- a distant third, not just third, a distant third. They're going nowhere. Sad. And CNN, what can CNN do other than look bad by firing a gay black man because he failed in the ratings uh, in the prime time, and then he, they move him over to the morning show, and, and his own co-host can't stand him. So, and, the, and now they're stuck with him. So that's, that's the world today. Not to mention China's taking over. Boy, what a great afternoon, huh? Well, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. AM 1240, W810, Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour. Your home for original reporting. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden discussed unidentified aerial objects today at the White House. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has details. The president said it's the current assessment of the intelligence community that the three objects he ordered shot out of the sky within the last week did not belong to China. These three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. As for the larger Chinese spy balloon, Mr. Biden says he'll be talking that over with Xi Jinping. And I hope we have get to the bottom of this, so I make no apologies for taking down that balloon. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. White House